What's up, magical human? Hey, if you're like me and you want to create a bigger impact on the world, why not share your knowledge and talents with others? Welcome to the podcast where I share marketing strategies, product creation tips, and real life stories of how women all over the world are using their knowledge and creativity to build a life and business they love on their terms. I'll share with you over a decade of knowledge and show you how you can take what you already know and do and package it into a digital product like a course, membership site, or digital download that sells globally. I'm Amy Jo, and you're listening to the Digital Magic Podcast. We are here with Dr. Kelly Estes. I am so pumped to have you in here with me, especially with all the wild and crazy that's going on in the world right now. Um, it's really just a breath of fresh air to to talk mindset with someone who gets it, and you know, someone who can who can hop in here and give us some action steps as far as like making sure our mindset is top notch, especially when we're maybe in some uncertain times or things are looking a little bit different than they did a few weeks ago. So um, you also have a book that you wrote called The Seven Key Principles to Tap into the Wealth Inside You, which I think that title is super intriguing to me. I would, yes, I would love to hear all about that. So if you would just give us a little bit of background, um, you know, how you got to where you are, that would be awesome. Okay, sure. So I was somebody who wasn't raised with connections or money. We were very poor and I wanted to be successful. And that wasn't the lifestyle I was born into. So I kind of branched out on my own, started a fitness company with literally $300 and grew it in three years to 4.1 million, lost it all in the economic downturn of 2008 and had to start over. And I kind of had to become introspective. What did I really value? What was important? What wasn't important? And how do I get to the next level? How do I do this again in an even bigger level? And I started consuming as much information as I could on positive mindset because I was in such a negative space as was everybody in 2008. And we're seeing that again now. And I started focusing on what I wanted and money and success and happiness were the things I wanted, but I didn't know how to get there. So I spent about five or six years just studying how to do that. And being a psychologist, it was even more interesting to me because human behavior is, is exactly the opposite. You want to be positive. You want things to work. And then you stop and go, oh, but it's not working. And then you focus on all the things that aren't working and you get distracted. So I wrote the seven key principles to tap into the wealth inside you on how to do that, how to get through the tough times and how to focus on what's important to attract more of the positive. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting, you know, and I never had thought about that before I started doing mindset work as far as what you pay attention to expands, you know, mm-hmm. that, that phrase that they say. And so focusing more on the positive and what like in introspection as far as what you were talking about, I think is fascinating. And so, you know, taking something that you went through in 2008, super traumatic, all of that, you know, you had amazing success building up you know, your fitness company and everything and going through 2008. And I know that's super hard. And so if people are listening to this right now and, you know, going through some uncertain times or scary times, how do you kind of get out of that negative spiral, especially with the news, the media and everything Mm -hmm. is just like hitting us in the face all the time. Like what, what would you say is like your go-to to kind of help you get out of that? So the first thing is don't watch the news. There's nothing positive (laughs) on the news, just isn't. In a 30 minute segment, it's 25 minutes of death, 
and mayhem and destruction and what celebrity did what crazy thing. And at the very, very end, it's a minute of, oh, Becky has a lemonade stand and she's raising money for autism awareness. Awesome. Good job, Becky. And in other news, you know, mm -hmm. this destruction. So don't watch that. It's going to put you in a negative downward spiral. The second thing is you need a vision board. Even if it's a wipey board with markers, you need to list the things you want to happen and you need to focus on them every single day. People wake up and they go, okay, what am I gonna do? And they're checking Facebook and they're checking their email. And out of 10 emails, there's one negative one. And next thing you know, they're negative for the rest of the day because they focused on that. You have to get up, you have to set the intention, you have to clear this slate and say, okay, no matter what happened yesterday, this is what I'm gonna get done today and this is how I'm gonna do it. And in feast or famine, a lot of my colleagues are calling and they're saying, all of my clients are canceling. They're not showing up. I don't know what to do. I'm going to, you know, run out of money and I'm over here Facebooking two ways I can help you. I have these two affiliate programs to bring money in and go virtual and do this and do that. And everyone's going, oh my God, I'm like, I've been virtual for eight years. I don't have an office. So all my clients are phone and Skype. So what's happening is my business is going up and I'm focusing on it going up while they're sitting there going oh my God, the money's not coming in. What do I do? And I've got to get them out of that mindset and into what else can I do? Mm -hmm. It's fascinating. I was just talking um, with my mastermind group today about that as far as like seeing the opportunity in you know, the whirlwind that is happening right now. And so going from, you know, your fitness company before that was brick and mortar, I'm guessing. So going mm -hmm. from was that was virtual too. That was virtual, virtual and in home. Yeah. So I've right always on. virtual in home. When I was 14, I wanted to work from a phone and a laptop. This is way before internet was big. And I just mm -hmm. knew I didn't want to be stuck somewhere. So all of my companies have been as much as I can internet based things or phone based things, which, you know, now seems to be the thing. I know. Okay. This is fascinating because I, I had it in my mind that like you went from brick and mortar into to virtual because that I know a lot of people out there right now have the brick and mortar and they're thinking about getting into this online space and maybe they think like, oh, there's no opportunity there. I don't even know like where to start. What would I even do? And you know, and maybe people are asking you that too. And so what are your thoughts there? Where, where is the easiest place for them to get started if they are looking to go virtual like you? I teach a whole course on how to do this, how to actually go from brick and mortar to virtual and make six figures in six months. So the first step is video. You have to go YouTube. You have to take videos of yourself doing something. Um, if you're trying to sell cooking, it's cooking. If you're selling fitness, it's a workout. Whatever it is you're doing, start creating videos and curating the content. Put it on YouTube and then put it on Facebook and say, hey guys, this is my free workout. Get people to buy into what you're selling. The more they see you, the more they go, oh, that's the workout girl, or that's the girl that makes, I don't know, cupcakes, and she makes them with purple frosting. They identify you with your product. Mm -hmm. When they do that, they say, I need to talk to you. So I'm identified as the celebrity addictions coach because all of my curated content, here I am on the red carpet, here I am coaching, here I am doing this, here I am teaching, people say, I want to learn how to do what you're doing. Now I'm showing them how to do what I do based upon the fact they saw me actually perform the task. And now mm -hmm. they want to pay me for more of what I've given them snippet for free. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Video is such, it converts so much better than anything else. You know, a lot of people want to start blogs and there's nothing wrong with like blogs or anything else, but when someone can really see the emotion behind the video and the way that you teach and your personality, that is what, you know, tracks them to you. It makes them fall in love with you. And so, so, and I love that you said YouTube as well. 
Um, and I just heard this recently as far as, you know, with Facebook, it's easy for your videos to kind of drift to the bottom and, you know, they can go viral at some point and then they kind of drift. And YouTube is one of the only platforms where your video continually like goes up you know, as far as like a viewer and engagement and things like that. And I just think that's, that's super fascinating. So I love that you said like, put your video on YouTube and then do it on Facebook mm -hmm. and versus the other way around. I think that's, that's super cool. Well, yeah. And you have to see where your market is and think about YouTube is sort of forever. The video is always there. Mm -hmm. So people can Google whatever it is you're selling and that video is going to start to populate Facebook. It doesn't go that way. So it's only the people in your group or your page can see it. So I always say, use YouTube, put your video out and start pushing it around that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and I know what I feel like I know what you're going to say to this, but I'm going to ask it anyways, because I can feel the questions. <laughs> you know, if someone is sitting there and they're like, well, you know, so and so already does that or that person's already known for that. You know, those sort those mm -hmm. mindset things that come up, what would you say to that? There's a lot of people doing coaching. There's a lot of people doing addiction work, right? So when I stepped into the space, I said, who am I going up against? And I took a look at it. I was like, oh, okay. So Oprah has an addictions coach. And then there's Dr. Drew and there's all this stuff. And I said, what do I want to do? Well, I want to be as big as Dr. Drew. That was my goal. So I was talking to a few people and the one woman said, so you want Dr. Drew to endorse you? I said, no, I want to be Dr. Drew. And she went, what? And I'm like, well, there's still female up there. Mm -hmm. So I started doing my video and doing my thing. And two years into it, wouldn't you know, and I'm on the red carpet and the media goes, so you're the female Dr. Drew out of nowhere. And I'm like, there's my tagline. There it is. So if I would have stopped and went, well, there's already someone doing it. There's a person doing this. I wouldn't have had the opportunity. You do it, put it out there and people will consume it if you're authentic and you're real mm -hmm. and they like you, they want to work with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that goes back to, you know, your vision board. Because I'm sure you put something like that on your vision board as far as where the trajectory oh, yeah. of where you want it to end. And like, look what happened. You know, uh -huh. when you do that and you have those goals in front of your face all the time you're seeing them, it subconsciously, you know, makes them a reality. So I think, I think that is just super fabulous, super cool. Um, and so, you know, kind of leaning into that and progressing from that, how did you decide on like the celebrity coaching? Cause I know some people come in and they're like, well, I'm just going to coach so-and-so or I'm just going to coach so-and-so. And so, you know, you, you deciding, you know, celebrity coaching, how did you navigate and like decide on that route? So I started off in the nonprofit sector when I started off with psychology and I learned two things. I'm putting in 60 hour work weeks and I can't pay my bills and I'm tired. So three things. Mm. Then I said, well, I wonder if the high end market is as crazy as the lower end market. And I learned, yes, it was. And I learned now I can actually be paid more to deal with the same type of issues and pay my bills and still enjoy my life. So I thought, you know, if I'm going to put all the time and effort and energy in and get the same result, I want to be compensated for all that time, energy and effort. And I said, I'm going to go with the higher end market. And when I did that, I got pushback because people in addiction are like, you need to work for free. And this is supposed to be a dedication. Where did you come up with that? Like, no, no, I, you know, it's not going to work for me. So I pushed against the mainstream and said, this is what I'm going to do. And when I did that, I attracted people who said, how are you doing that? And I said, well, let me start a school. So I now have the largest online school called the Addictions Academy for addiction studies for people who want to learn to do what I did at the level. And they come in and they say, wow, you're going to teach us how to do this. Yes. How to get high-end clients. Yes. How to market to the top, top echelon. Yes. And they're all going and get paid. Yes. Wow. That's fascinating. And I'm like, second nature. 
So I started showing them how to do it. Now they're excited and now they're teaching and they're just kind of snowball effect. Yeah, I think, I feel like that's something that, that, you know, teachers and coaches don't talk about enough is like what you're creating. Are you creating it for people who have money to purchase it? You know, and that mindset of, of, you know, working in a nonprofit and you should give away your stuff for free or you're doing this work and you should give it away for free. Like you have to live too. And so, you know, whoever's listening to this, take all of these, write down these like words of wisdom. You need to live too. And, you know, you should be paid properly for your knowledge and your service for sure. Um, and kind of going back to like, there's other people who do addiction coaching and there's other coaches out there. And how do you keep your mindset abundant? Because I know the abundance mindset, like there's enough, there's billions of people on the planet. There's enough for everybody. So how do you, how do you stay in that frame of mind? So the first thing I say is, is if I'm having a bad day, it's going to negatively affect everyone around me. So I have to not have a bad day. That's the first thing. The second thing is energy in, energy out. Same thing with money because people get wrapped up in money and they say, well, I'm having a bad day. Money's not flowing. So money in, money out. And money is the universal law of energy just for goods and services. So as long as you're putting positive energy out, positive energy flows in. And that can be in the form of money. That can be in the form of happiness, abundance, whatever. If you put negative out, negative comes in. And then everybody you come in contact with starts having the negative experience. So I tell everybody, if you wake up in a bad mood, spend the first hour resetting yourself. Whether you go to the gym or go to yoga or meditate, whatever you need to do, reset yourself so that you're not putting the negative energy out there, that it's constant influx of positive. And then whatever happens, how do I get around that? And if you're having a bad day, you have to have a vent partner. I have a vent partner. I'll mm -hmm. call and I'll say to her, listen, I don't care if you don't listen to me. I'm going to complain for 20 minutes. Put the phone down, go find something to do. And she'll go, okay. <laughs> get it out. Yep. And I'll complain mm -hmm. for 20 minutes and she'll go, do you feel better? And I'll say no. And she'll say, okay, you know, now we're in solution. What's the plan? Same thing I do. Well, I don't have, I just want to whine. Okay. You're done whining. Now we, now we work. Mm -hmm. So that's sort of how coaches work. You take the negative and say, what can I do with this? Right. How can I flip this into a positive? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I know, you know, some people who are, and we have, you know, sometimes you will have a day where you just, you wake up and you're like, there's nothing positive and you have to check. Is that true? So is that belief that just popped into my mind? Is that true? No, it's not true. The sun is out. Like it could be something so simple as like, I am feeling the warm on my face, the warmth on my face and I'm grateful. Like it could literally start as something so simple that you can, you know, um, expand on from that, but there's always something to be grateful for. So, and you know, you saying like, you're allowed to complain, give yourself, like set that timer, call your vent buddy. You're allowed to complain for let's say 20 minutes and then you're in solution mode. So I love that. That's great action steps. Thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. So, okay. So, and you talked a little bit about this. You just brought this up as far as money and money is like one of my favorite things to talk about these days. I don't know. It should be like every day. I love talking about it, but something about, especially these days, I really like talking about it. And you know, um, the, the circulation of money, money in, money out. Can you expand on that a little bit mm -hmm. and your thoughts on it? So people like to hoard money, especially right now, everybody's holding on to money and I play the stock market. So I've got a loss right now of 14 K in the stock market. Right. And everyone's like, how are you so calm? How are you so cool? Because money in, money out. It's going to go up. It can't stay down forever. It has to go up. The law, law of averages is in and out. So people are saying, okay, go to the bank, pull out money, throw it to save, don't spend money, don't eat out, don't do this, don't do that. And the more money you hoard, this is the law of universal energy, 
the universe hears you saying, I'm afraid of losing money, it hears the negative, losing money. So instead of sending you money, you're gonna lose money because that's what it's hearing. So if you spend money and you say, I'm gonna spend this because I'm helping someone else thrive, universe will send you more. You cannot hold on and hoard your money. You have to spend it and it has to be spent in a good manner. Now, if you're going to the casino and you're dropping 60 grand because you have a gambling problem, that's not money in, money out. That's a whole nother issue. But if, if you see a friend who's a personal trainer who has no clients and he's selling an online course for $20 and you spend that $20 to help him thrive, universe will give you more. And that's how it works. You have to help other people and you get more in return. Mm. I know there's a lot of people who are newer to this concept and especially right now, it's hard to like wrap our, our brains around it. You know what I mean? When, when there's so much like uncertainty and unknown, especially in the stock markets and things like that, where people are just like suffocate, you know, suffocating mm -hmm. and holding on to their money and hoarding it. So that's just, it's fascinating to hear. And especially for those of you who, who are newer to that perspective and this, um, you know, this way of thinking is we have to think how much money is out there. Like there's new money made every day in the circulation of money. So, you know, it, it really does all come back to our mindset and our belief about it. Like, do we believe that it's going to come to us? Do we believe, do we believe you know, X, Y, Z? So I think it's, it's fascinating. Everything. I'll give you an example. Yeah. I've been homeless twice. One of the times I was homeless, I had just lost my company, my fitness company in 2008. Mm -hmm. Here I am. I have no, no money. I lost all my furniture in a fire. And I'm sitting there and I'm literally squatting in a house with no running water, no heat, no nothing. And all I have is a flip phone. That's it. So I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, what am I going to do? How am I going to do this? And I checked my bank account and I had $20. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to test out this theory because $20, I got nothing, right? So I took out the last $20 and I took out 21s and I found five people and I gave them each a dollar. Each homeless person, I gave a dollar. I thought, you know what? Let's see if the, how, how this law of attraction stuff really works. And I did it. And I went about my way and I was standing in line to buy a coffee and I thought, you know, that's all I got, get a cup of coffee. And the guy behind me goes, I'm feeling like I'm having a really good day. I'm going to buy your coffee for you. And I just stood there and I'm like, the coffee was like three I'm thinking, I just gave away five bucks. I'm getting three fifty back in a free coffee. I'm like, okay, that's pretty cool. And then I got in my car and I'm coming back and I'm like, you know what, what else am I going to do? And I thought, I wonder if, I have any credit. This is how this went. If I have any credit, any credit cards or anything out there. So I just started looking around and I found a bond that my grandmother took out when I was a child. No idea about it. And I saw it and it had matured. And I'm like, that's a thousand dollar bond. I'm going to cash that out. So I cashed it. I'm like I have a thousand dollars. I had no idea it was there. So that was one of the first things. Um, another one of the things that, that really turned me on a law of attraction was when I wanted to create something out of nothing. And I would say, I want to create this thing to help other people, whatever it is, this course, this event, whatever. And I would start to do it and people would come out of the woodwork to help me. People that I never saw before would say, hey, I want to help with that or I want to do this or I want to give you that. And things just started to manifest. And as they manifest, it's like a snowball together as a team. And you just keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And when I wanted to show my husband how it worked, because he didn't believe it, he was trying to get on tour. He's a musician. He's a, he's a drummer. And he was trying to go on tour with this band. And I said, you know, let me help you. And he goes, what are you going to do? I said, we're going to create this. So I took a piece of paper and I wrote, you know, how much he wanted to make per show. He wanted to be U.S. and international. I put it all on there and I photocopied it and put it around the house. And I said, every day you're going to wake up and you're going to read this out loud. And he looks at me and he's like, all right, cuckoo, I'll do that. Fine. <laughs> and he called me crazy. 
So he did it. And as he's doing it, I went on LinkedIn and I just made a post that he was looking for, for an active touring gig. And I got an email. And the, the email just said, submit the resume here. It's all it said. I had no idea what kind of band or pay or anything. So I did it. He gets a phone call. And the phone call is from the managing director for Eric Sardinas and Big Motor, which is a blues rock band. And they said, we really like you. We want to see what you have to offer. And he calls me. He's like, yeah, it's blues rock. I don't like blues. And I said, just entertain the idea. Mm-hmm. So he flew to L.A. And we didn't have the money for a ticket, but we actually found points and did it. Got him out there. He lands the audition. He gets the gig. And he comes home and he goes, I got the gig. And I said, how much? The amount of money per show was exactly the amount on the piece of paper. And he stood there and he looked at me. He goes, you're some kind of like voodoo witchy. I said, no. <laughs> it's just law of attraction. You put the energy out there and then it comes to you. You know, you can't say, I want to make Laren if you need a Honda. You're not going to get, you know, what you don't need, but you're mm-hmm. going to get exactly what you need in that time frame. Right. And I think, you know, this whole interview has had kind of a common theme of awareness and being aware of, you know, your thoughts, your mindset, your patterns, being aware of the money that is around you and how it's circulating, being aware of opportunities. And, you know, the example that you just gave was so perfect as far as, you know, your awareness. So like, let me try this. Let me see. And being aware that that coffee coming back to you, like $3 and 50 cents you know, coming back to you, even though it's not in like the physical form, what, you know, is what is coming into your circle. And I think that's just super cool, super fascinating. So I really appreciate that story. That was awesome. Thanks. Well, I really loved having you on here and can you tell us where we can find you online and tell us where we can get your book? Yep. You can find me at calliestes.com, first name, last name.com or the addictions coach, um, either, or, and I'm all over social as Callie Estes. And I'm on Amazon, that's the book, which is the seven key principles to tap into the wealth inside you. It goes alongside my I Married a Junkie book. If you're looking for something in addiction, um, they're both on Amazon. They're also both on my website. And you can also call me 1-800-706-0318. Perfect, awesome. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Aw man, this episode's over, but that's okay. You can come hang out in the Digital Product Female Entrepreneurs Facebook group, hang out with thousands of us making digital products, creating awesome, cool things, and selling them to the world. Come get inspired. Come hang out with us. There's thousands of us there, and we cannot wait to support you. Now, if you need some ideas on digital products that you can create and sell, go to herownmagic.com and download my freebie. It's 65 digital products you can create and sell by this weekend. It is waiting for you there. Go check it out. And you have an amazing week. Thank you for tuning in. I will see you next time. Go create your own magic.